Hey Wanders, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time the crew of the Honor faced a dire scenario. The Interstellar Council has become puppets to chaos and launched a full-scale attack on the Imposition and the Galactic Alliance. The crew could not stop this inevitable war, but they were able to save several now-exiled Keepers from a horrific death. Grizzle's fate is still unknown as his ship was destroyed while battling on the side of chaos. What will become of the galaxy now that chaos has declared open war? All of you are on board your ship, slowly making your way back. The ship is a little bit extra. The other ship. We're on, we're on the Honor 2 ex- uh, Electric Boogaloo. For the sake of things, you have made your way back to your own ship. That is possible to do. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, <laughs> we literally have a teleporter. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Y'all are on board your ship with Camilla. You have man- you're have you flying back to Homestead with a whole crowd of other vessels from all the other keepers that have managed to make their way off of the Interstellar Council homeworld. And as you're going, you can like see other ships slowly popping up on your radar of keepers from other worlds that are also fleeing. Uh, what does everyone feel like they're doing on their way back? I think the first thing Sully wants to do is check in with... Slug base alpha. What do you mean? He wants to alert them that Grizzle and Rex and crew might be coming back corrupted. Oh, um, because it shouldn't happen because he knows the science behind it. But we also chaos is a new f- player in the game, so we don't want a chaos infestation in uh, Homestead. So I think it should like he would call ahead to make sure that they're keeping more of an eye than usual on those people if they have in fact been slugged okay that that works we'll say that that happened and there will be more to come on that once you arrive okay um vika is taking her time to try and fix up the honor uh she does give the other ship a little bit of attention but most of it is put towards uh oh you got rid of everything that was damaged fix everything that was damaged (laughs) (laughs) all right so for you this is a Mostly, like, kind of solitary time that you spend right now, like, almost in meditation, going through, like, piece by piece, repairing your precious vessel. That's very accurate, yes. Uh, all right. Anyone else want to specifically be doing something? I think Mal would be up at the, uh, up at the helm, just flying the ship back, um, occasionally reporting back into home base, just letting them know distance out and ETA and all that stuff. Uh, okay. I think otherwise Sully's just chilling. I think he is talking some with Camilla... And, like, trying to help her through, like, the transition that is leaving the Interstellar Council and not necessarily great terms and, you know, Basically, like, like helping her through a breakup, right? <laughs> with her with her career. <laughs> I mean, yes, but he's also, like, he's exactly done this, you know? But, yeah, that's what I mean is, yeah. I think Jyla's listening to really loud music and fixing stuff in our workshop (laughs) so as you are all making your way back uh the reports so it's it's not like a short journey back it does take time and the reports that come in every day seem to be getting worse you see constant footage of massive space battles happening on the border between the imposition and the galactic alliance what used to be a tentative peace between the two of them with occasional skirmishes has now blown up into a total war on the borders not only is the imposition and galactic alliance fighting a common enemy they are still fighting each other as worlds become vulnerable and um weakened the other will immediately make a move on it and resources are constantly being squabbled over um seemingly to no end as like all the hard work that has been put into this area is unmade by chaos when you arrive at homestead so none of these ships dock right away but all of the keepers are piling around the station, right? Ship upon ship upon ship is all now kind of hovering around, wondering what to do next, as they are at a total loss. When you dock, usually this would be kind of like 
not a lot of fanfare you get back from a mission. This happens pretty regularly. This time you are met by Loria, the leader of the outlaws. Uh, this is either really good or really bad, I think. Yeah, it's the sense I'm getting. I'm gonna go with we're in trouble. I wouldn't say in trouble, but things are bad. I don't think that that's mm, surprising for any of you. No, decidedly not. Now, that being said, you want to kind of lay out for me what happened here in your own words and also maybe explain, I mean, your recruiting is impressive if you want to kind of tell me what the plan with them is. Yeah, do we get like a medal for that? We've done a real good job. Well, that or our base is surrounded by keepers that might want to kill us, so I guess I hope that's not the case. Well, I guess we'll, uh... Start at the beginning, huh? I'd be cool with that. I mean, how much are we RPing this? Um, as much as you want. Like, you don't have to say everything, but, you know, like, don't... Okay. You know, she's she's aware of what happened. She's mostly wondering what your suggestion would be to do with the Keepers. Okay. Well, so as you know, um, Chaos has infiltrated and taken over the Interstellar Council, and the Keepers found themselves on the losing end of that of a power struggle and found themselves in danger for their lives. And seeing as it was a keeper who called us to the planet to figure out what was going on and she was uh, invaluable in her help while we're on planet, we felt that we could not leave them behind to be destroyed by chaos. As for what to do with them now, I'm, I, I am not entirely sure. I mean, I would, I would, I would definitely be open to, to add like for them to be outlaws if they wanted it, but I know that's a that's a big big influx of people all from one particular group, and I don't know if they would want that. Um, I know that they can be helpful for sure, but I know that they're all feeling a bit lost right now. Hmm. Well, I do have a suggestion, as outlandish as it might be. As far as I'm concerned, you brought them here; they're kind of your responsibility. So tell you what. Your wardens, you need people working underneath of you. Seems to me that you're now in command of what used to be keepers. I was afraid you were going to say that. Do with them what you see fit as long as they don't start attacking my base. I'm always happy, you know, to have fresh meat, if you will. Now, here's here's one question I have. So, the keepers, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know the extent of their in- intelligence operations, whatever they might have. But as far as I know, they don't know about uh, uh, the outlaws' little immortality secret do we tell them do we hook them up what do we what do we do in that in that case so um the keepers are your responsibility um so i'm gonna leave it up to your discretion i promoted all of you guys so you know keep them out of trouble make them useful i do think there would be a little bit more guidance when we got a promotion i mean i think generally when you're promoted that means less guidance you're the ones doing the guidance usually there's a handbook or something i mean yeah with uh i mean as the saying goes with great power comes great responsibility so i mean should have expected this i think the other saying is outlaws don't have handbooks (laughs) i mean that seems fair Oh, what's, what was the guy's name who's in charge of the slug farm? Oh, boy. That's a good question. That's definitely what we're calling it now. It's better than slug base alpha. Slug farm. <laughs> no, slug farm is what the slur for it. <laughs> and slug base alpha is like the official the name. Official, yeah. His his name is Horace. Um, Horace had several handbooks on how the whole slugging process works. And... I think he had a few papers peer-reviewed. I mean, it didn't really count since they were all his subordinates and they had to give it a good review and all, but... Anyway, we'll figure it out. That is what I wanted to hear. Um, now, that being said, there is one other matter that needs to be discussed. Uh, and that is, I guess you would say, former Warden Grizzle and his crew that returned to us after being slugged. I think it might be better to show you rather than just tell you. That doesn't bode well. So am I am I correct in, in guessing that they uh, did not return to normal? Like I said, maybe better just to show you rather than tell you. <laughs> All right. Quick question, Cody. Homestead's a spaceship, right? Homestead is a 
conglomeration of spaceships that have all attached to each other to make a space station. Can it move around? Yeah. I thought we established that it could because it like doesn't stay in one place long so that no one can track it down. I don't believe we did establish that. Oh, I thought we did. Oh, well. I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to episodes where we talk about Homestead. The, the point here is it is... An undisclosed location, so like most people do not know where it is, other than you guys. My question is: if if some keepers don't want to be outlaws and we send them on their way, are we going to be attacked then? So this is kind of like a risk and reward thing, yeah. Like you get to decide what to do with these keepers that you rescued. No matter which choice you make, there's like the potential for like benefits and consequences. Does that make sense? Cool. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to talk about this out of character or in character? Or how we should we do it in character after we see uh, the team. Okay. Yeah. I guess to that point, are you bringing Camilla with you down to see Grizzle? I kind of assumed Camilla wasn't with us in that conversation. Otherwise, I just gave away our secret. <laughs> or yeah, which that that that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to bring her with you. So I'll just kind of lay out what I'm thinking as a player. I was thinking that since Camilla is kind of the de facto leader of the Keepers now, seeing as she was the instrumental one in getting them off planet, I was thinking that we offer her an extension to the outlaws and then basically basically delegate the responsibility to her. <laughs> we can talk about this in character as our like group scene. Yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to let you know what I was thinking as a, as a player. Um, Cody, I have a quick question. Um, I've been talking with Camilla on this long flight ride home. What are her, her thoughts about joining the outlaws? That is something we should have established beforehand. I think that's that's going with the conversation we were about to have after this. Let's let's just p- wrap that all into a conversation you guys have after this. Okay, cool. Okay, uh, because that feels like all appropriate role play moments. <laughs> yeah, I just figured I'd have some insight to it, like if it was a. Ah, uh, space now. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So you make your way down to the clone slug facility. It is not a nice place. Generally, it's kind of like avoided. A lot of times people aren't allowed in there, you know, like because they're like monitoring people as they come out of slug sleep, for lack of a better term. So this is like kind of an abandoned and less populous area as you work your way um, deeper into the heart of Homestead. But once you get there, you see Horace waiting for all of you. Again, he's a hunched old imposition dude in power armor, but like walks with a cane. Hello, it is good to see all of you uh, again. I would like to show you an interesting mm, specimen that I have found after his latest slugging. All right. He uh, walks you into like a double glassed room. So on the other side, you can see like a person behind the glass. You know, it's assumed to be one sided, right? You see the crew of Grizzle's ship all in kind of like boring hospital scrub like uniforms. You know, all of them are sitting completely like straight back and rigid in their chairs with Stoic, blank, almost peaceful expressions on their faces. They have been like this since waking. They initially showed all normal signs of cognitive and motor skill growth, but then this. So once they were supposed to start showing their personalities, this just happened? That is correct. You are very familiar with this process. It happened recently. Yeah. Um. They seem to be able to take care of themselves. They can eat and drink. They sleep and they do this. They don't communicate at all? I have tried. You may, if you wish, attempt. Just push the button that says talk. All right. Yeah. So Malcolm's going to do that. He's going to go over, push the button and be like, hey, uh, Grizzle. There is silence. No movement or anything? Nope. Didn't register when you said grizzle. No, I'm not a scientist or anything. Well, like, not a not a squishy stuff scientist. But uh, to be, I'm wondering if the chaos element, that they got it before they were slugged, and it, like, it couldn't be when they came back and were slugged, that part that had taken over their personality and couldn't be replicated... So then there was just a blank that got regenerated. Is that totally 
off base. As far as I understand it, we, we get scanned every time, like right before we leave for a mission, right? And so his backup on, on base here should have been stored, but something seems to be obviously not coming back properly. That is correct. What you just said is fully impossible. That being said, it is exactly what happened. Uh, could we go to an earlier backup of the slugs? No, we don't store those. I think because it seems like maybe it could be morally dubious to just kind of arbitrarily go backwards in time on someone's life by our decision. And also because I did not think to save backups until now. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he, I like how he goes with the moral high ground first and then like, also because I didn't think of it. <laughs> it's a lot of memory, you know, a lot of RAM. Indeed, it takes so much space to store the soul. Um, I think we should probably start doing double backups, though. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Horace, PhD? Probably no. I'm guessing what's going to happen is I'm going to forget to do that. And I do not have a PhD. I have experience. Oh, Lord. Remind me never to get slugged again. So now just to make sure, I'm I'm sure other folks have been slugged too recently. They're all coming back normally, correct? This is the first time that something like this has happened. Normally we would assume this is a faulty slug, but for one thing, this is the second time we've tried. And for another, they all are exhibiting the same signs. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. And I mean, these are... These are the first people we, I guess we don't know for sure, but we have high suspicions that they were infected by chaos prior to being slugged. And as far as I know, no other outlaw has gone through this. Indeed, they are the first with which there is a suspicion of the influence of chaos. I'm kind of lost what to do here. (laughs) No, that's fine. I mean, this is like a narrative moment for you guys to like ask questions about this. Okay. But whenever you want to leave, there's like not... You can't, like, slap him back awake, you know what I mean? This is, like, the status quo. It's just you guys finding out the status quo, that's all. Well, and I'm guessing at this point, they're looking into it, but there are no answers that we can necessarily Yeah, get. You're, you're not going to be able to, like, snap them out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose there's not really a whole lot we can do right now, but I guess just keep us updated if anything changes. I will, as we do experiments. Th- okay, sure. As after we're out of the room, Sully turns to Admiral Captain Warden Malcolm Llewellyn. Those experiments are exactly as morally dubious as you think they are. Exactly as much or more? Tell me how far you're thinking these go. (laughs) Okay, never mind. (laughs) Right as you leave the room and the door is sliding shut, in unison, the entire crew of Grizzle's ship all say together, Do not fear, do not worry. Chaos and truth are coming for all of you. (laughs) Oh, Gretch. Well, now, I will say that that is the first thing they have said since coming back, so I'll count that as a win. You seem to have some effect on them. (laughs) Well, lucky us. Uh, It seems we have made ourselves quite memorable to this being known as chaos. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, that is why I assigned you the duty of stopping it, which, I mean, look, I'm not being harsh, but right now that has gotten worse since I gave you that job. I expected it to get worse before it got better, so it's all right, but that's where we're at. I, I agree. Things have gotten worse, and if anyone should take the blame for it, it should be the captain of the ship. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Sully. Where we're going to pick up. We're in the secret lounge room. Well, Sully, not Sully. Well, Vika and Malcolm are poring over um like the main like hollow terminal that shows a map of the solar system, reviewing over and over and over again all of the actions of chaos up to this point. Man, this isn't looking good, is it? No, and uh, Vika like rubs her eyes. I honestly have no idea how much I can just keep looking at this. I mean, I, I've been looking at this since we left Avis, and I, I just can't find anything new. Yeah, it just seems like there's a, 
not a whole lot of answers. Not not really. It just seems like sometimes there's not a whole lot we can do. I mean, I know I know uh, Loria was kind of kind of kidding when she kind of half blamed us for what was going on, but I still still kind of feel like both that it is our fault, but also there's not nothing we could have done. Vika like kind of like puts her hands down on the table really hard in frustration. I just I don't know where the end is right now. You know what I mean? Like the this whole chaos thing has just you know, it okay. When we were trying to work with the imposition and the galactic alliance, there was an end in sight, you know? They're either going to finally make peace or one is going to destroy the other, which I guess is now a thing again. But with chaos, I just I don't see the ending. I don't know what the end is right now because I don't we just have to completely destroy it, I think, and I just don't see how that's going to work. Yeah, it is a it is a mind bender, isn't it? And on top of that, the fact that Grizzle and his crew are like it's almost like our slugs can't help us. Well, I guess it our slugs can't help us. Yeah, it seems like seems like once you're infected, you're you're stuck that way. This is this is not something I really ever wanted to say out loud, but do we have to do we have to kill Grizzle and his crew? Like what happens there? Oh jeez, I hope not. I wonder we haven't ever tried to reverse this, have we? I don't think so. I think every I think every person infected by chaos we've we've encountered has either gotten away or been killed, but for what definition of killed, I don't know anymore. Yeah, and the uh, when the Interstellar Council was bringing them into their ranks. They said that it was another life form. So I don't know if that's just chaos talking or if that's they actually figured out that it was something else. But if it's, I don't know. Now I'm wondering if there's a way to kill the life form in the person. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of running on the assumption that uh, chaos had already infected all of basically all of the brass of the Interstellar Council. Because I, I cannot imagine a civilization that would willingly invite themselves to be taken over by another species. Question, Cody. Yes. When we were watching the Interstellar Council meeting, did everybody look infected? A few things to note there. One, when Sully tried to sense chaos on the planet, he did not sense a strong heart of it other than underneath of the city where that one agent of chaos was. Okay. The other thing... Um, to note is when that motion was passed, everyone that voted on it looked normal. After it passed, there was a small group of clearly chaos-infected um, beings that yes. were then added as their own seat at the interstellar at like the council. Okay. But we also we also do have experience with non-infected beings being. See, I don't actually know if they were controlled or just complicit. I guess that, that is the question. Like uh, that one, I can't remember his name now. It's been so long. That The one guy that we... It was uh, it was our very first mission, yeah. and uh, he came on board and said, you're going to meet my master. I vaguely remember him being not infected. Uh, no, he was infected. He was just more sentient. No, really. I, th- I thought the I thought the big deal with him was that he w- he was not infected. But no, was- the first time you have run into someone that seems complicit with chaos, but not directly infected by it, was Avis. There was the cult okay. that seemed to be like obsessed with, but not directly controlled by chaos. And then the council itself voting chaos as a member of the interstellar council okay okay like strictly speaking the interstellar council is acting of its own accord it's just talking to chaos and chaos gets a vote yeah well i mean i don't i don't know if i completely agree with that mal the the people in the interstellar council were not infected at least a good chunk of them weren't i could see people acting with chaos if they don't know another way out or they like i mean they clearly are very powerful yeah then then i just don't know what the interstellar council's thinking then uh violet sits down on the 
couch thing and she's rubbing her face. I I don't know. This is this whole thing just seems to be getting worse really really fast. Oh, man, yeah. I'm I'm with you there. My br- my brain's kind of fried at this point. You want you want some coffee? You know, if there's any alcohol behind the bar, I would love a drink. All right. I'll be right back and now goes and gets them both a drink. <laughs> you guys are sitting drinking in companionable silence as across the hollow table like fireworks little battles are beginning all across the galaxy the last one that we see before we cut to our next scene is larger and you recognize immediately the silhouette of the uh black dreadnought popping up and beginning a battle uh oh, shoot all right so next up we are gonna cut to somewhere on the space station called homestead at some point a ship of people from the interstellar council that were probably keepers at one point attached itself that had a not exactly a dojo but that type of space a like training sparring area for people using particle magnetism weapons um, attached itself to Homestead and became kind of like the center for this type of martial training. Jyla and Sully are squaring up, facing each other, both holding particle magnetism weapons as they like spin and dance around, trading blows with these weapons. The unique thing here is that the armor that is provided is heavy, but blocks a little bit of the damage, so you're not like hacking limbs off as you're doing this. So, and Jyla's got her particle magnetism weapon is an axe, right? Uh, if you say so. I, th- I think so. Okay. I thought that's what it was. Is it like God of War axe or is it like double-sided? We've only ever said axe, so your choice. I'll say God of War axe. Oh, cool. <laughs> the axe parlance for that, just so you know, is single-bitted. <laughs> Cool. I think you'd be single bit, actually, not bitted. So it's a single bit action. Um, Sully's blade is a very unornate broadsword. It is like the most swordy sword you can think of. <laughs> um, and unless you disagree with me, Jyla, I think Jyla is getting kind of beat up. <laughs> yeah, I think she's getting frustrated because she's she doesn't really do melee that's not punching somebody, you know? Like having a, a weapon, especially one that keeps like disintegrating and reappearing, right? That's like when you get a hit, it just like unforms and then reforms later, right? Um, are you talking about the particle magnetism weapon? Yeah. So that like unforming and reforming thing was when they were firing stakes at you, so when the stake hit you, it would disappear and leave an open wound. Oh, okay, but like melee stuff doesn't Yeah, unform. not necessarily, oh, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it's weird for her to wield something that would normally be that big, but not have that weight to it. Yeah, it's just, it's throwing her off and she's getting frustrated. Uh, Jyla, are you still wanting to do this? You seem like you're a little bit upset and you might throw your axe at me. Well, yeah, yes and no. I do want to throw my axe. I do not want to throw it at you, but I do, but I don't. It's fine. I mean... I'm not too worried since I've seen how you've landed about zero hits so far, so... Well, you didn't have to remind me. (laughs) All of the platitudes that I already know have done little to help with this, so... Well, you could try using uh, something that isn't a platitude and is maybe helpful advice. Um, okay then. (laughs) Treat it as a mini explosion at the end of a stick. Okay. Nah, you're starting to get somewhere. Keep going. Um, it is like a contact mine that does a very specific explosion on someone when you tap them with the end of it. So you gotta get into position and understand the blast radius of you touching them. Because they're gonna react. Is that... Yes. Alright. See, why didn't you start with that? Uh, because there are zero explosions with particle magnetism weapons. Never mind. That's helpful. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> so I think they continue sparring. Uh, all right. Do you are you guys f- fine with that scene, or do you want that to go further? I'm gonna like after a little bit where she's less frustrated. I want to talk to her again, like when we're done. That's fine. Uh, so about Grizzle and former Commander Rex. 
Well, what about them? I mean, seems space and awful, but... Uh, I, I would agree, and I think we can't allow ourselves to get captured, and I think, um, I, don't know, I don't know the best way to say this, Jyla, but if it looks like one of us is going to be captured, if it looks like I'm going to be captured or turn, I need you to kill me. Just, like, captured by chaos? Just so you don't get infected? Ideally, yes. Okay. I mean, that seems that that seems logical standing here in this room without any chaos. But uh, it's going to be a different story when I'm staring you in the face. You know what I mean? I completely know what you mean. I do have a lovely face. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> he blushes a little bit. What color does he blush? Purple. <laughs> I'm asking you, Jyla, because... Though I respect the rest of the crew, you are the one that I trust the most. Well, thank you. And I... I, I understand that this is a hard ask, but this is how you can fix a problem for me, which is something that you want to be known for. So fixing things, I mean, not just specifically for me. I mean, that's a little derogatory. You're... She kisses him. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one thing I don't want to have to ever fix. We're going to make sure that it doesn't have to come to that. All right? No getting captured. I mean, it is literally not on my to-do list. <laughs> he pulls Good. out a to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jyla looks at it. Good. Glad we're on the same page. And they no, no, no. Out. Your page is over here. <laughs> okay, I'm good with that scene now. Yeah, they stroll out. Next, we find the crew all sitting around the uh, table in the kitchen of the honor Camilla is sitting with you guys, looking a little bit uncomfortable. Um, well, it's been very nice being here as a guest, and um, I speak for all the keepers when I say we appreciate that you did not blow us up when we got here, and we also appreciate that you helped save us, but what do we do now, I guess? Well, we, I guess we kind of have an offer for you. Oh, good, because my other alternative, I guess, was getting into moving freight for the Guild of Commerce, I think. Oh, don't do that. I, I strongly discourage getting in bed with the Guild of Commerce. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, was wait I was waiting for the joke. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Camilla looks between both of you and just goes, okay. Just don't worry about that part, Camilla. Vodka has a better offer. No, so I guess... From what I understand, if you want, we still have a big battle with chaos going on. So, I'm not good at this kind of stuff, Mal. If you want to take over. <laughs> <laughs> Camilla's looking decidedly less comfortable. <laughs> She's picking at her fluffy paws. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I see what. Uh, uh, Vi is trying to say. So we um, we obviously couldn't let the keepers be destroyed. You guys were super helpful. Well, at least you in particular were super helpful to us on Avis, and we we feel like we owe a debt to you to um, for for helping get uh, helping the outlaws on on uh, with the Interstellar Council. But now, I mean, you guys are in a position where you don't really. I mean, I, I agree with Jyla that there's not really you don't really want to go with the Guild of Commerce. I know that this is such a weird a weird thing, but would you guys be interested in helping the outlaws? I know you I, I know you guys said I know you said in the past that you guys didn't really associate officially with outlaws, but you're here now. Oh, I see. So we are not supposed to get in bed with the Guild of Commerce. Rather, we are meant to get in bed with the outlaws. I mean, it's up to you. Well, I mean. Are there more details than that? Like, what would be my job? I am an outlaw now. Outlaw Camilla. What does Outlaw Camilla do? First and foremost, I think we're you would be under us as wardens who are we are tasked specifically with taking out chaos in the universe, which would mean in a in a certain way getting revenge on those who tried to murder you. In a second way, it would mean that you are stopping wars from happening and protecting innocence, which is what drew me to the outlaws away from being a keeper in the first place. So I don't know if that's what the original reason you signed up to be a keeper was to protect innocence, but 
I, for one, have seen a lot of good done by the outlaws. I just think there's a amazing propaganda campaign against them. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I would definitely say our methods sometimes may be a little unorthodox compared to some of the other factions, but in my view, where I think we're generally trying to do good in the galaxy. Is there something specifically unorthodox about the outlaws? We make peace. <laughs> okay, now, come on. <laughs> Shots fired. That did not seem to be the implication of what your commander over there said. I, mean, I guess by unorthodox, I mean we don't really follow the rules of the other faction. Like, obviously, I mean, you know, if we were discovered on any of the pla- any other planets in an official capacity, they would arrest us. Like, we kind of just, we kind of do what needs to be done. I think what Captain Malcolm Willen is also trying to say is that we are um, different because we accept all the factions instead of try to only allow those that are our own kin in. Yeah, I mean, I could tell that, like, I mean, not just from you, but also from your cook, who has been very accommodating, I must say. I mean, I mean, just you look, look at our ship. We have, uh, I mean, I'm former Galactic Alliance. Uh, Sully here is former uh, Interstellar Council. We've got Vi, who is United Colonies, and Jyla, who's go to commerce, and Lucy, our uh, our chef, is in position. I mean, where else would you find a mix like that where all five factions could coexist peacefully? I guess, um, you know, in like a bad joke, but, um, you know, like an imposition guy and an interstellar council guy walk into a bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they I've both heard say, it. ow. Um, we get it. I love that one. So I guess, okay, so here's my question. What if I say no, right? I want to leave. I am Camilla. I know where your secret base is. I am hitting the road. I'm going to go join the Guild of Commerce as a freight captain. What do you say? I say good luck. In also a positive way, not in a not in a negative way. I just realized that could be taken <laughs> as a thing. I would wish you the best and so, and help you on your way. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't force people to be outlaws. They like even though specifically I know where your base is. Did we ever establish if our base? Can we move? did. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not without like a Herculean effort. You would have to detach every ship, fly it to the new location individually, and reconnect them. I mean, what would you do with that information? I mean, I could sell it. For sure. I'm not saying I'm going to. I'm just saying I could. This is how we're not like other factions and how we are unorthodox. We trust you. And that might bite us in the butt at some point. But we can't win by just mistrusting everyone who comes in here. I mean, I can't say that I'm disappointed by that answer, but I am surprised. So that's a good thing, I guess. But I I think at this moment, no. I mean... I agree, maybe not with everything that the outlaws have ever done, or everything that's ever been said about them, but at this point, um, I think the thing I care most about is stopping chaos from doing whatever it's doing, which seems to be mostly killing keepers and taking over the entire interstellar council. So, I'm cool with being an outlaw, I guess. I've always wanted to turn to a life of vague piracy and, um, what's it called? Oh gosh. Um, what's it called? Privateering. No, it's like the freaking the what? What's Batman? Help me out. Vigilante. Vigilante. I've always wanted to be a vague pirate space vigilante, so <laughs> now I get to live out that wish. Add a girl. Vigilante, if you will. <laughs> I won't. Um, does it come with a cool hat? Oh, it should. I I agree. Does Jyla have a cowboy hat? <laughs> I don't think so. But now she wants one. <laughs> well, let me tell you, next time you see Camilla, she has a cowboy hat. Yes. <laughs> a one belt and a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, which means she's like a furry giant caterpillar with a belt on and a one hat. <laughs> I love it so much. Perfect. Camilla might be one of my fa- my favorite NPCs you've made, Cody. I like the idea that Camilla is just a giant caterpillar and one day she will get into a cocoon and become a <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> She was still hungry. (laughs) (laughs) That's final arc stuff, though. Like in our darkest moment, when we all five chaos ships, but she was still hungry. (laughs) Parent jokes. Oh my gosh! I guess not a caterpillar though, because she only has like six arms. I think is what I said, which is not as many as a caterpillar has. But, you didn't say you how know. many legs she has though, so it could be enough to be a caterpillar. Well, I, the, the implication here is that she doesn't have hands. She has like she doesn't have arms and legs. She just has appendages. You know, maybe she classifies them differently. This is for her to answer, not for you, Cody. So, uh, 
I've got a question for you, Camilla. Yes? There's a difference between joining the outlaws and working with the outlaws. Which one do I have to do to get the cool hat? I mean, you can... I mean, you can get a hat, however, like, that's not part of it. But I, I will say, if you become an outlaw, there's really no way to go back. Ah, so you're saying I can become an outlaw, and then once this is over, if it ever is, I'm still an outlaw. Or I can help the outlaws try to end this thing with chaos, yes? Yes. That's a valid distinction to need to make. I guess I would say for right now, I don't have an answer for myself or for anybody else. So I guess we would pick the latter. For right now, we are working with the outlaws. Okay. Okay. I will put this out there. I can't go into too many details, but there are benefits to becoming an outlaw, but it's one of those things that you can't know until you join. I mean, that makes a certain kind of sense, I guess. That, that's fair, Camilla. There, no pressure to make a choice now. Just uh, throwing it out there. But we're happy for any help you and the rest of the Keepers can provide, because it's kind of a big threat we're working on. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's my space phone number. If you ever need a call, you know, spacall me. Please space call me. No. <laughs> spacall, if you will. Yes. <laughs> she she winks at, at uh, Sully as she, like, drops onto all six of her legs and scuttles off of your ship. Well, I think that went pretty well. Yeah, I to be honest, I wasn't sure how she would react to such an offer. And it's it's really hard to try to tell someone about the about the uh the whole clone slug things without actually telling about the clone slug things. Well, right now it's not really a selling point if it's busted half the time. Yeah. So I wouldn't judge yourself too harshly, Cap. Yeah, I just hate the idea of if they go into battle with chaos and and some of the keepers were to die, knowing the fact that they could have had clone slugs and didn't. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And I mean, at this point, we've given them, we saved them, uh, like, we've given them a, a chance to fight back, which is something that they weren't going to have without us, so. That's true. And we did offer saying that they could join up. That is a good point. You know, it's not like we said you can't join up and didn't offer it to them. Yep, they can always change their mind. The next day, we start with Vika making a familiar and unfortunate trek down to the slug chamber to speak with Horus about power armor. I don't think his name is Horus. I don't think it is either. I think I have it wrong in my notes. Do you remember what it is? No, but Horus is the Horus uh, is guy the that guy Vinny... I had them both called Horus in my notes. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If it's if it's something different, I'll I'll figure it out and put something at the very beginning. We'll and, we'll edit it. We'll edit me saying the correct name and then cut it in and post. It's perfect. Not said that. Yeah, that's times. not complicated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, heading down that way. You enter and see the armor that you made for your friend after you got slugged sitting on a rack. It has been partially dismantled, and the uh, uh, the. I'm just going to call him Horace and we'll edit it in. And Horace is standing there uh, inspecting your work. Whoa, whoa. Why is it partly, why is it dismantled? Because it had issues that needed to be resolved. Like what? Allow me to show you. You see, these things require delicacy. Okay. This is not a ship. Ships are large and they're flexible power can be routed in so many ways with this type of armor you must be more intentional with your circuitry i mean agree to disagree there's a lot of fine parts on ships but go ahead fine parts Ah, none of them decide whether or not your heart keeps beating Um, You spend a very uncomfortable hour with this guy prodding at the power armor and in creepy terms explaining how the circuitry interfaces with a nervous system. Uh, So after that little bit, your smarts are increased by one. Yay. Next up, uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn walks into a familiar shop, Davin's Imports. 
Hey, y'all. What can we get for you today? Uh, hey, Devin. Um, so you got that ship we brought in, right? I did. It was nice in that it was boring and could be easily resold. That's, I mean, that's good. Keep, keep, keep the products moving around. So I've actually, uh, I'm, I'm in the market for something for the honor. Oh, great. Yeah, I thought you would never ask. Yes, we do make turbo kits for it, and we can put a spoiler up on it. Uh, Have you considered getting flames? They make <laughs> it go faster. No, nah, that's that's not it. That's not it. Um, so we've been in a we've been in a lot of a lot of battles lately, and uh, I'm kind of tired of getting shot at. Um, I, was I with, agree. That's why you need a spoiler. I was thinking a little more something a little more uh, technological, like maybe a cloaking device. Oh, oh yeah. I mean. All right. He looks obviously dejected. I mean, we got one of them if that's what you're after, you know. I mean, we get ships in here and some of them they were saving and some of them we just kind of rip into parts. So, um, you know, right over there, he like points over and there's a literally a room from another ship just like sitting on a skid. <laughs> That's a that's a cloaking device, you know. I mean, it still works once you get it all hooked up good. You just gotta, you know, find a place for it in your ship and power it. It don't gotta be connected no specific way, I don't think. But right. you can have it. Yeah, this'll this'll definitely be of some, some great help. And I'll definitely I'll definitely keep that uh that spoiler and turbo kit in mind. Yeah, do. And also the flames. I know a guy. He'll paint them on there real good. They don't even come off when you're jumping in and out of space and whatnot. Oh, yeah, that'd be a pain to have to repaint them every time you, you make a jump. Right. Also, have you considered a name aside from the honor? Because that's boring. I mean, it's worked for us so far. You could name it like the honorable cart wagon. <laughs> or flaming throat punch. Um, well, we'll, 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 we'll think about it. We won't think about it. <laughs> All right. What about Space Honor? Spawner. That's a terrible name. Just adding S's to things is not a good way to name things. I'm not just adding an S. It's an SP. <laughs> the next time you go to Devin's Imports, it's called Spavin's Spimports. <laughs> so, um, uh, so we, uh, he gives us the cloaking device, or lets me know where the cloaking device is. I go get Vi to help me install it. That is going to be a scene. Yeah, that's what I was going to do that now. But did you not want to do that scene now? Or? Uh, well, so Jyla and Vika said they wanted to have a scene together where they're working on the ship together. So we, I figured it could be that. We just talked. We're going to take a rain check on that and do that on the way to the next mission. Oh, you don't want to do that right now? No, because it's starting to get a little bit late, and that's something that we can do at a different time. Um, okay, do you want that to be installing the, uh, the thing, though, the cloaking device? Oh, we can do that. We could do that, too, on the way to the next mission as well. Yeah, like getting it all So I still up. need to get my cool point. Oh, right. How are you going to do that? I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll just say that you can spend the point on your cooling point, okay. on your cool, and move on from it. Is that okay? Yeah, I hadn't thought of a scene for that. Okay, yeah. Then we'll just we'll just say you also spent some money and upgraded your cool, as well as getting the uh, cloaking device for the honor. I, I go to the I go to the like hospital on board and get a shot of cool juice. <laughs> you just spend time at the bar smoking and looking awesome. <laughs> you buy sunglasses. <laughs> smoking smoking's not cool, kids. Don't smoke. It's okay if it's space smoke space smoking or smoking <laughs> oh my gosh not you too <laughs> it is fun it's fun it's it's stupid but it's fun <laughs> <laughs> he's been infected with chaos space chaos oh i i never said it was good but it was a character decision i made it's kind of like calling everyone by their name like their full name it was a choice yeah it's just one of those is a good character decision the other one's the worst <laughs> Just, just wait just wait one of these days i won't tell you when one of these days mal's gonna do it in front of sully gonna gonna make that joke <laughs> it's gonna make sully's day <laughs> so jyla's leveling up her smart and i think instead of uh working on bombs in between mission like coming up with something new she's gonna be kind of like apprenticing under vika with refurbishing but she's gonna make an effort to spend more time with vika like fixing things instead of making new bombs 
I'm teaching her that you don't just use duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lesson that needs to be learned multiple times. Uh, all right. And so I think the last scene that we're going to have is with Zach and um, Camilla working on upgrading your weird. And by Zach, I mean Sully. I think I've been talking with her and like we have a sort of friendship with both being keepers and like we spent time on the journey back just in com- in companionship, you know. Had a three-way. I get it. I was going to I was figuring out how to make that joke, but I was like I'll just let it slide. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing's sexier than Six Gil- legs. <laughs> I was like, Guild of Commerce, Interstellar Collins Council, and a hairy caterpillar. <laughs> I, I was actually going to go with more of the Joker. Oh, it sounds like Jarla's got some competition. No, but like they, they spent time becoming friends, and like he was like kind to her when she was going through the bad breakup of losing her job. So I think they're like the breakup of being exiled from her from her empire. I mean, Sully's <laughs> been through the exact same thing though. Like with the uh, yeah, but his was by choice. I don't think that makes it less traumatic, though. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I think mainly what this looks like is they're just like sitting, like in this in like a room on one of the ships, just like meditating with each other. And I don't know. I feel like there's like some like trading back and forth of like how to like different techniques and stuff. But it's a lot of just like being one with the cosmic intuition. <laughs> Do you want to have a conversation with Camilla here, or is this just kind of what it looks like? Um, I'm cool having a conversation if you have something to talk about. I don't have something specifically to talk about. I don't think I do after having that that like one with the crew. So we can just say that this kind of like ends on a peaceful moment of both of you kind of meditating on what it means to oppose the idea of chaos and existential angst that comes with trying to defeat a notion. And that is where we will end. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. (laughs) 